0: And talking with each other about all these things that happened, while they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and looked with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, "What things?" They replied, "The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was prophet, mighty, and indeed and, and word before God and all people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us." Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interrupted to them the things about himself and all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and days now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and he gave it to them.
1: Let's be in a spirit of prayer together. Let us pray. Oh God, help us to look for you in our lives, in this worship service, in spirit, in truth, in the ways others care for us and walk with us, and in glimmers of hope in creation and in the world. Help us to look for you, to walk with you. Amen. And from that text that Anna Scott just shared with us, while they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And Jesus said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? Some of you know that yesterday I was blessed to officiate at the wedding of Catherine. Catherine grew up in Pilgrim Church uh, to a guy named Michael, good young man. It was probably something like my 200th wedding, give or take, in 28 years. I've been blessed to wear a stole around my neck. And as so happens at such life events, great plans are made, and then, well, life just kind of happens. It happens. Hopeful assumptions about how that service would absolutely go were embraced with trusting hearts, and then a huge box filled with programs was mistakenly placed on the top of a car that then zoomed away, scattering all those papers to the four winds, and a wedding vendor royally, royally made a huge mistake at the last minute with no notice. So by the time Catherine showed up on Friday night for the rehearsal, I could see how anxious she was, really worried. So I gave her the same simple advice I've been giving brides and grooms and parishioners and myself. Whenever such life detours, life disappointments, life heartbreak happens. When things fall apart or go south or zig when we thought they would zag. No matter what, just keep going, I said. Trust that somehow it will all work itself out if you just keep going, keep moving ahead. And yes, it turned out to be a beautiful, God-blessed service in spite of the glitches. As the Hebrew maxim goes, man plans, God laughs. Life happens. At weddings, like the time when, in the middle of the vows, the grandmother of the bride fainted, and then the fire department was called, and then my organist played kind of random music while the paramedics rushed in, sirens blaring. She was fine. She swooned because of the heat, and even as she was rolled out on the gurney, she protested for all to hear, But I want to stay! there was the time the groom and his father got into a shouting match just ten minutes before the wedding march, my first wedding. You see, Dad waited until then to express his somewhat candid opinion about his future daughter-in-law. And so I had to play referee. A wedding on a sticky August afternoon when the bride showed up 45 minutes late, As 80 of us waited, sweltering and sweating in the pews, no fans or A.C., and yes, she finally arrived, and yes, they are still married. Life happens. Life happens. Of course, always we hope, we pray to God, we assume, we make lists, we imagine how things will be, should be, and then, and then it doesn't always come true and yet somehow almost all the time we do find a way to carry on to adapt to change to discover inner strength we never knew we had your child goes off to college well that's all set and then maybe they struggle mightily or they want to come back home or they do come back home you go into work one day and you find a pink slip on your desk or the love of your life, your bride, your groom, whom you woke up to every single morning for 40 or 50 or 60 years, one day they are gone. Now what? What to do? Life happens like this on a bigger scale, too. Harder stuff, scarier stuff. I don't think I'm alone in worrying just the, what the heck is going to happen next in the world. Am I the only one who's feeling that way? It's been a roll call of earth shifting and shattering events that may make us wonder how stable life really is. Las Vegas, four hurricanes in 6 weeks, an earthquake, a crazy leader in North Korea, and a tumultuous election last year that, regardless of our politics, I think we'd all agree has certainly shaken things up. Makes me not want to read the news anymore. Man plans, life happens, and then what? I'll bet that is what Cleopas and his unnamed friend were asking each other on a Sunday morning 2,000 years ago as they walked the seven miles from Jerusalem to a small village called Emmaus, where the other disciples were gathering less than 48 hours after the Friday when their friend and teacher Jesus was taken from them. Imagine investing your whole self into this Jesus movement, leaving Your job, your family, your hometown, leaving everything behind to follow this man, to change the world for God, and then suddenly, one dark afternoon, that dream is seemingly over. Friends, in a way, this is the story of all human life. We have a vision of how we want things to be, and then there is the reality of how things happen. We do everything we can, everything, but then in spite of our diligent and sincere efforts, sometimes things just break. So it is then the most basic of human and spiritual strengths that is most needed. One virtue, perhaps more than any other, in response to life events that has empowered children of God from the beginning of time to survive, maybe even to thrive. Maybe even to know that resurrection is on the other side. Friends, it is resilience. Resilience. The ability to recover from difficulties, to bounce back, to dig deep and find wells of courage and determination we might have thought we did not possess, to be braver than we thought, to be stronger than we thought we could be. What does godly resilience mean for you? In your life, when the storms have hit, when the news is bad, when an unexpected piece of bad luck or bad karma or bad times show up, how are you able to carry on? That's the question I ask us to pray on and think on today for these strange times. Resilience. For me, as in, just keep going. It's what I said to Catherine. It's what I always say to myself whenever I hit a roadblock or experience great loss or bang up against real life, life that can be so capricious and unpredictable and messy. Just keep going. Just keep going. Keep walking. Keep moving ahead. Keep your head down and your stride strong and take the life that you have been given one step at a time, one day at a time, and remember and never forget and always trust that God walks with us, too. For there is grace, grace to be found in forward momentum. Forward momentum. That's what those two friends were doing on the long walk to Emmaus, forging ahead, doing the one thing they still could do in the face of all their hurt and tears. They kept going. They kept going. Even the Greek verb used in the text for walking peripateo means to make one's way, to progress, to live. Because as they walk, a miracle happens. It's not a huge miracle that turns back time or changes the, the story. It's a faithful miracle that people of faith have believed in and trusted in for all days. That when we walk together in faithful community, in a place like Pilgrim Church, when we walk together with old friends and trusted souls, when we walk side by side in love, in compassion, in mercy for one another and for everyone else in the world, God, God always shows up. God always shows up. Like that stranger who walked with Cleopas and friends and then was revealed at journey's end, to have actually been the risen Christ who was with them all 14,000 steps from the empty tomb to the upper room the grace of forward momentum the poet Natalia Mores wrote in her poem Resilience it is okay the sun is rising somewhere your heart is going to stop hurting eventually, and I am going to be there for you. I will be by your side, even if you don't notice me. So today, my advice is simple. Keep going. Keep going. Let all God's travelers say, Amen.